0: Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast,
1: where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics, and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired, and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals.
0: Welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is episode 45 wow. of the Cornwall Property Podcast. And uh, again, we're here to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved with property, um, particularly down here in Cornwall. So uh, yeah, thank you once again for joining us.
1: Absolutely. just remember that you can get in contact with us for going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com onto our front page there scroll down to the bottom you can send us a message that way and then you can also reach us on social media such as Facebook send us a message on there and we're now on Instagram as well so please do follow us there and give us lots of likes like many of you do And talking about you guys, uh, this is your turn uh, and part of the show where you can uh, send in your questions uh, to us, which we love answering or try to answer anyway and give our opinion on. We're not Mystic Megs, but we can do what we can to try and give our best opinion. So without further ado, we have Joe from Truro who asked the following. Thanks for the great content, guys. Really appreciate your guidance and expertise. Uh, You're very welcome around the property market of late. With everything going on in the market of late, I know a lot of us are really concerned about a property crash. I was wondering what your thoughts were and what if you are both still pushing forward with new investments? Good questions.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening, Joe and the current words. Um, Yeah, we're we're, we're kicking on. Um, We're not really changing anything. We always drag our numbers very contingently anyway to, to kind of cover our backsides and we do our rental figures when we're holding on to the properties. We do it with a higher interest rate than we're currently using anyway, because again, we just anticipate these sort of things and we just want to cover our backsides and we know the lenders are going to do um, stress tests on us. So we just want to make sure that we're, we're as safe as possible and touch wood. Um, it's been so, all good so far. So yeah, we've got, for example, we've got two completions due this month, haven't we? End of October. We have, we've got yeah. two more completions in Truro. Um, This month, and again, we're pushing on. And and why do we have confidence in that? Um, If you haven't listened to episode 44, please do go back and listen. And and we share a little bit more in that, in terms of a little market recap and uh, sharing why it's not all doom and gloom and stop all listening to all the media. But Joe, I I think that uh, that comes generally back to your question: where are you getting this concern from with the property crash? Uh, And I guarantee it's from the media uh, or people that generally aren't necessarily in property day in day out because. The stats, again, we've got the 18-year property cycle, which we I know we just bang the drum for over and over again, but it's, it's history just repeating itself over and over again. So, again, we're a little way away, we feel, from a, a proper crash as such. We've got a few years in us yet, and essentially all we're seeing now is a market cooling down. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, episode 44, it's a cooling market, which basically, because we've had such a hot market over the last year or two, and seen such increases. Again, Home track this year have said that we're currently seeing an 8.2% increase in your property value. So it's hardly been a bad year. Um, but the fact that prices are now being reduced a little bit more often, um, it just shows that we're calling off. You can't p- sell it for the prices you were selling it for or trying to get it for. Um, or maybe people are tra- trying their luck on the market and now they're being reduced back to the price that actually it should be at. So I'm not overly concerned. <clears> Again, Joe, I think my advice would be just just be contingent, really. Just cover your backside and your numbers. Um, obviously, we work with investors ourselves, so we've got private investors that work with us. They um, they lend to us. We offer them a return, so we've got to make sure we protect their money as well as our own. So we're really, really cautious with that um, in mind. So yeah, Joe, I think proceed with caution. That's what we're doing. Um, but essentially not too overly concerned. It's just a cooling market. And if you look at the figures I mentioned last episode, you're actually getting back to sort of like a a 2019 property market um, at the minute from looking at the data. And well, that was just an ordinary market. So we've just had such unprecedented times over the last couple of years. It just feels like a bit of a whirlwind and things are, oh my God, what's happening? But it's just cooling off. And that for me and James, I know, is the same just excites us if anything because it means there are actually more opportunities going to be a the, the,
1: the small few who probably do get excited about it but uh, one thing I'd say Joe is that you know Dan and I we run the podcast we love doing it you know we're here to inform, inspire and try and help tackle the housing crisis here in Cornwall but you know we are property developers it's our business uh, what do we do just turn the lights off and not do any more business think of it as a restaurant industry if we've got a restaurant you know we've got to still serve food you know we just have to be I think the word here is be creative you know and seek out the good in the bad and for me, you know, if, if people are so worried about a oh, property crash, well, that's not a bad thing because that means lo- I'd love loads of cautious people in the market who don't want to buy because they're worried about this. They're worried about that. I also remember the, the time when a few people, I won't mention names that were saying to Dan and I that how come you guys are buying up uh, at the beginning of this new thing, this new pandemic that's going on? You know, Cornwall's market might be on its knees in a couple of years and Dan and I looked at each other, but this is a real opportunity. So if, if there's less people kind of buying things up, then we know that, you know, there's a real opportunity to make, you know, an offer where we can get reductions on properties. But for me, I just look at this as it's a property business and it goes down to two things. That is demand And it is supply. And it's quite simple. There is more demand in Cornwall than there is supply at the moment. So that is a good business to be involved with. We know there's a housing crisis. People are waiting to get houses. And we show, you know, every fortnight we show you properties that are unencumbered. They need help. And, you know, guess what? There's people there waiting to buy them or rent them in Cornwall. And And the market, I think, in this particular county is still very, very good. So, again, just be cautious, as Dan says. But I think now is a good time to be creative and watch you know study houses look for price reductions and uh, chat with your agents they'll tell you what vendors will really take and uh yeah just be uh, you know be careful but be clever
0: yeah the best time to to get involved with property was yesterday absolutely mm. so well uh, said sir so. so thank you and james great points as well and uh next qu- question is from a good, good friend of ours actually becky mm. um who is Absolutely smashing it now. She's doing great things. She's been working really hard. She's down in Falmouth and she has uh, got in touch with a question that we've been helping her out with. So, Becky, James, I'm going to throw this one at you. I have been doing a HMO renovation in Camborne and um, right at the last minute, um, the day before the valuation, my mortgage product was pulled. I am now facing a 7.49% five-year fix rate, which is actually more a calendar month than I'm actually paying on my bridge loan, which well, is, <laughs> which expires from twenty twenty three, March twenty twenty three. What should I do? I have investors tied up with money also. James. Pretty word
1: answer. Don't panic. Yeah, simple. Don't um, worry. <laughs> no, uh, and well done, you, Becky. Uh, we know you very well and we know all the stuff that you're doing. You've done an amazing job, uh, on this HMO renovation it's and cool. it's going to create some, uh, lovely rooms for people to live in, which is what it's all about. And the property, uh, originates from being unencumbered and, and you'll empty. be an amazing landlord, Becky. You will be brilliant. We know that. Um, and I would uh, certainly, uh, take a room for sure if I was living in a HMO and I know I would be well looked after, but yeah, 7.49%. Uh, it's not a nice rate. Um, it's not <laughs> just you that's having to face kind of the music with this, these types of rates at the moment. Um, the first thing I would say is, as we've said in in our previous episode, I would be cautious about signing up for like a five year uh fixed at the moment. You know, could that be something that you could look at maybe as a two year fix and kind of see what happens. But I also know that bridge loans, yeah, they're not, cheap either. But the fact that you're, uh, you know, you're paying more on this 7.49 than you are at the bridge. Now you've got a bit of time, you've got a bit of breathing space, haven't you? You've got till March 2023. I would definitely be cautious that you want to start if you were going to stay on the bridge, um, that you would be looking for your product probably around about January. Give yourself a good three months for you to get the value out to value the property, uh, and then get all the paperwork through. Cause everybody's, you know, is quite busy at the moment with mortgage rates and trying to tie in a good deal or what should they do or, or not do. But if I was in your shoes, Becky, I would go back to the investors and say, I've got my rate we're all set to go um, I can exit on this rate but uh, you know would you guys like to keep your money in for a little bit longer because I might look at exiting actually uh, when the bridge loan is up uh, in uh, in March uh, next year and they might like the idea of that because they don't know where they're going to put their money with everything that's going on but with the rate of return that you're giving Becky and I won't disclose that on here but I know it's a very very healthy rate of return for your investors and they're very lucky uh, to have you maybe they would just go yeah not a problem um, what's that going to do for you well you're going to save your money between now or March you might as well do that anyway so um, have a chat with your investors um, see if there's any pressure there that they want their money back immediately um, I know you've said to me in previous calls that you know you've got a few months grace, so maybe just see if they would be happy for that and save yourself some money and as we said in our last episode just watch and see what happens if they need the money back then best thing you can really do, you have to jump onto this uh, rate. I know you've done your homework anyway with the brokers. That is the best rate, then do it, but see if you can get it on a two-year uh, fix as opposed to the five. But I'd see if you can hold on. Dan, any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, and I think a lot comes down to the loan-to-value as well. Only take the loan-to-value that you need to make the deal work as well. If you can leave a little bit of money in and potentially reduce that rate, then great. If you need to take more, then obviously that's going to impact the rate of slightly. But also yeah. shop around. Uh, again, I um, there's more than one broker out there and if you just want to just give yourself a bit more confidence in terms of is this the best opportunity or the best deal i can get right now so it's definitely worth asking a couple of brokers obviously we're we're um we've got a broker we've used now for many years and uh, once you've got that relationship and trust then it's not so much of an issue but if this is uh first one second one we know this is your first becky so it's also important for you just to do your homework and make sure you just put your mind at ease because nothing worse thinking oh, was there something else i could have done i'd rather just know i've done everything i can and i've secured the best opportunity i have so but again beck well done i um, have seen pictures it looks like a, an amazing house an amazing uh, hmo down in camborne and uh again it's is homes five i think it's five five rooms that you're bringing to the market for cornwall so good on you
1: yeah high quality finish as well mm-hmm. yeah be very lucky to live there whoever does
0: well done beck. well look guys that is it for for today's episode and uh, thank you once again for joining if you've got questions obviously
1: make sure you do get, get in touch and we'll do our very best to help you but uh Again, thank you. Yep, thank you. And just for remember getting in contact with us, you can do that, especially for the new people. Uh, you can do that by going to CornwallPropertyPodcast.com, go onto our front page, scroll down to the bottom, send us a message on the platform there. Or but like many of you do, go onto our social media, such as Facebook, uh, send us a message on there. And please remember to check out our Insta page as well and give us uh, lots of likes because we're always trying to build uh, more exposure and get more investment in Cornwall. So yeah, thank you very much, guys. That's bye from me. Goodbye from me.